welcome to another episode of the modern day p31 woman with your host crystal and gamezi now if you haven't noticed by now this is a new season okay and we're doing things a little or a lot bit different on this podcast show um if you've been listening to previous episodes you now know that i have a mentorship program called p31 bold where i have all of my bible study like deep in-depth type teaching Um, On this podcast show, what God apparently is calling me to do now is to give these prophetic flows. Throughout the day, God will give me messages and he'll just give me these like these like prophetic flows where I'm just like spewing out whatever he tells me and I'll record them on my phone, in the car, when I'm out and about because they literally be random. Sometimes I'm in my bed. Sometimes I wake up, sometimes I'm in the car, sometimes like it's just like real random, right? So I don't be having the time to go have a full, you know, produced, let me get on my computer, get on my microphone and record for you. So with that being said, this message is a message that God has given me for a long time that is taking me time to record it and put it out there for y'all because I honestly just haven't had the time to create a like well-produced podcast episode for it. And so because I, again, you know, do my Bible studies now in the mentorship program, um, I wanted to give to you the word and the message that God has given to me to give over and deliver to you. So let's get into it. You know, it's taken me a while to record this because God has been showing me a scripture for the past, I don't know, maybe a year or so, maybe six months to a year. I don't know. But um, Revelation 3.16 is the scripture that God has been showing me for a while now. And when I say showing me, I mean, there will be times where I'll look up and I'll see the clock strike 3.16 and I kept seeing this happen. I kept seeing 316, 316. And one day I went to, I don't know. I don't know if I I want to say I went to or I was led and inspired to go read the book of Revelation chapter three, verse 16. And it's where God, you know, talks about what's famously known and quoted as, you know, being lukewarm, where God tells us um, he'd rather us be hot or cold. If we're lukewarm, he will spit us out of his mouth. Some translations say spew out of his mouth. Some translations say vomit out of his mouth. The premise is God does not like lukewarm believers. He doesn't like lukewarm Christians. He doesn't like lukewarmness. This ideology where you are not fully for him, but you're not fully against him. You're playing the fence. You have one leg in faith, the other leg in fear. You have one leg in trusting his promises, the other leg in putting faith and trust in your doubts about his promises. And, you know, honestly, over the past couple of years, I too have struggled with this very same thing. Sometimes we are unaware of the fact that we're lukewarm because our environment affirms us. Before I transitioned to becoming a, you know, full sold out believer, Holy Ghost field, all of that stuff, I thought I was a Christian, right? I grew up in church, meaning I went to church. You know, I volunteered in church. I sang in church. I grew up in church. 
but I wasn't living a Christian lifestyle. I wasn't reading my Bible. I wasn't spending time with God in prayer and private times. I, I wasn't doing none of that. I just went to church, <laughs> right? And unfortunately, there are still a lot of people who have this mindset. You know, you think that because you know about God, that you know Christ exists, that you maybe read the Bible a few times, one or two times. Maybe you go to church. Maybe you don't go to church and you just watch church online. You think that's good enough. And God has really been like piercing my heart and my soul about this issue because as someone who's been in ministry, you know, for the past six or seven years, I have had like a front row seat at what God has been looking at for generations. This heart posture thing, God has been really dealing with me about the heart posture of his people in in our in our in a secret place and the times we've spent together. He's been showing me it, he's been telling me about it. I mean, in so many levels and so many ways, all the way up into, you know, high leadership rankings, people whose hearts are not toward him and they're not for him, but they're in position or they're calling themselves Christians. They're calling themselves believers. They're Bible thumping others when they themselves are at fault and not being fully aware of their lack of trust and faith in God. And so there is a scripture God led me to today. It is in the book of James. You'll see it posted on my Instagram page as well. Um, this, the passage where James talks about being double-minded. James tells us that, you know, if, if we come to God and, and we're double-minded, we shouldn't expect that we should receive anything from him. And when I used to read this scripture, you know, well, first of all, James be going in, right? I feel like me and James are very similar, right? When you read the book of James, and if you're if you're unaware, James was a disciple of Jesus Christ. When you read the book of James, it may feel like James got an attitude with you. You know what I'm saying? Like James give it to you straight, no chaser. He not gonna sugarcoat it. He not gonna baby you. He's like, this is what Jesus said. That's what it is. Get with it or get lost. <laughs> and I like that energy. Because it keeps you in check, it corrects you, it puts you in your place, and it tells you what's good. And that's just me. I'm the kind of person where I'm like, look, give it to me straight, no chaser. Like, don't play with me, don't baby me, because I grew up with a mindset that was flawed because I was hanging around lukewarm Christians. I was hanging around lukewarm believers that played church on Sunday morning and acted like their real rebellious self all throughout the rest of the day and the rest of the week. And I thought that was being a Christian. That's what I saw. Therefore, that's what I believed. And so because I grew up in that environment, in that culture, I came from out of that, right? God took me out of the darkness into his, and brought me into his marvelous light. I'm very, very, very intentional about what I receive and who I receive it from, right? And so when I used to read that, that scripture in James, I thought James was basically saying like, you know, if you're double-minded, don't expect to get nothing from God. You, you know, like kind of have like that attitude. Like if you could see my hands, my hands moving back and forth, like, you know, he had a little attitude. But as I reread that scripture today, God gave me better clarity. God was basically telling me, you know, when we're double-minded, it's like God gives us a seed of faith. We plant and sow that seed of faith. And then the next day we uproot what we planted. 
That's what it looks like in the spirit to God when we are double-minded, when we have faith about what God said today, but when tomorrow comes, faith leaves. Fear comes in. We give fear a front row seat to what God said. We have doubt in our heart about what God said. We don't believe God. And if you're unsure, if you don't believe God, check your actions. Check your feet placement. Where are your feet planted? Where is your faith? There's something I posted on my Instagram page um, because God has been really checking and challenging me about my decision-making processes. And God told me the other day, he said, you know, ask yourself questions about the decisions you make before you make them. Is the decision you're about to make a faith-based decision or a fear-based decision? And for a lot of us, we've come maybe from families that idolize and worship fear. We've had maybe traumatic experiences that have made us, you know, kind of kind of push and, and pull towards these like survival tactics where we'll make ourselves an idol or our mindset an idol because we're used to protecting ourselves. And I understand that because I come from that. I come from trauma. I come from, you know, a crazy family lineage. If you've read my book, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So I get it, but God doesn't want us to stay there. God wants us to put our trust, faith, and reliance on and in him, right? Not in our limited belief and our limited understanding, because for some of us, a lot of the pain that you've been experiencing this season is because of your lack of faith, your lack of putting your faith and trust in God and putting your faith and trust in yourself or in somebody else's strategy, somebody else's method, somebody you follow on Instagram, you want to do it the way that they did it because you like the results that you see on your Instagram page, right? And God has been testing and challenging me in that area as well. I, as a leader in ministry, over the past six to seven years have been trying to appeal to a generation that is double-minded. And this revelation caught me today. And when I, honey, 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 when I tell you, I, uh, listen, I almost ran out my bathrooms. I said, you know what, God, that's exactly right. And, you know, I have a heart for people. I always have, I always will. But the thing about this generation, every generation that has come before us is that we're double-minded. We say we trust God, but our actions and our words prove otherwise. And the analogy God gave me about being double-minded, that when he gives us a seed and we plant it one day and then tomorrow we uproot it, right? You will have a barren land when you think and you live like that. A lot of you are in a season of barrenness and lack of fruit, not because God is punishing you, but because you're double-minded. One day you sow faith, the next day you sow fear. One day you sow faith, the next day you have unbelief. You are literally in the spirit realm. You are uprooting the very thing that God has given you to plant that's going to bring about the harvest you're waiting for. Your harvest is connected to the seed of faith that you sow and you tend to. Every time you allow fear to cause you to make the wrong decisions, every time you allow doubt to come in and make you wrong, to make, to, to make you make the wrong decisions, you are uprooting what you planted. That's why you're barren. It's not that God is punishing you. God is not punishing you. It's that you lack understanding as to what it is you're actually doing. 
Because if you could see yourself in the spirit realm, if you could see what you are literally doing to the seed that God has given you through faith, with your doubt, with your fear, with your worry, with your anxiety, if you could see what that is doing to your field in the spirit, you would stop doing it. Because then you would recognize that this fear, this doubt, this worry is uprooting the very seeds that I'm called to plant that's going to bring about my harvest. God wanted me to warn those of you who have been in a land, in a sea, in a pool of lukewarmness. You are double-minded. And you staying in that lukewarm pool, you staying in that barren land is going to keep you from seeing the promise. Not because God is punishing you. God is not punishing you. But he is warning you today through this message to give you clarity and understanding about the season that you're in. Your harvest is connected to your steps, the, the, the faith walk you're supposed to be walking as a believer in Jesus Christ. The seeds you're supposed to be sowing are seeds of faith, not seeds of fear, not seeds of doubt, not seeds of worry. As your mind begins to worry or doubt or fear God, you need to use the word of God to check your mind. Something happened today with me in Walmart. And by the way, God, God just be doing stuff with me. Okay. Every day is something God shows or tells or whatever. Right. And if you've been a part of this podcast crew, you know, you know that. Right. But sometimes God will show me, um, the full manifestation of, of a thing or an area that he's working on me about. And it's very effective. Um, a long time ago, I used to struggle heavily with um, anger, right? I mean, if you tried me, honey, your girl got angry, okay? I'm talking like I saw red angry, right? And there was one time, this was probably like, I don't know, maybe like 2014 or 2015. And I was working at this this business and this woman came in. And she was so angry and she was popping off and she was going off. And I was like, hey, <laughs> I was like, now listen, this was now granted, I got saved for real, for real in 2014, right? So I was still real rough around the edges. So when she was going off and acting crazy, let me tell you, it took the Lord himself to keep me from going off on this woman because I was at work, right? going off on this woman, tearing stuff up because of this woman. Like I had to go into my office and like talk to God, like, Hey, and God checked me. He told me this is what's in you. You see how reckless it is. You see how lawless it is. You see how out of control it is. That's what I see in you. That anger that you have not checked. That's what it looks like. And I kid you not after that day, listen, your girl got her anger under control, okay? Because the Lord showed me what it looked like. And so when today, today I was in Walmart and, you know, nowadays in Walmart, they got the cosmetic department sealed off. You know what I'm saying? You try to get some makeup and some places you got to call the people in the front. You got to ring a bell to get your makeup. That was the case in this specific Walmart. And there was a lady there. She was real negative. I'm gonna call her negative Nancy because she was negative, right? I got there. They had a little, you know, lock on the door. I rung the bell and I saw two people waiting there and I overheard them talking about um, the last time they were at that Walmart, how long it took for someone to come help them. 
So when I heard them, I asked and I asked her like, oh, how long have you been waiting today? And we're going to call her Nancy. Nancy was like, oh, we've been waiting for like 10 minutes. The last time I was here, I waited for like 30 minutes before somebody came. I And she just started going off about Walmart and, you know, the whole thing, right? And I was laughing to myself because I was like, yeah, maybe you had to wait, but I'm not you. I said this in my head. So I said, okay, wait right there. I went to go find somebody, you know, close to the front. And I told them, hey, we've been waiting. You know, there's people who've been waiting in the cosmetic department for like 10 minutes for someone to come open, you know, open the, open the door. And the guy was like, okay, let me call somebody. Da, da, da. Right. So I went back to the aisle. The two women were still standing there. Nancy was still there talking negative, like filling the whole aisle with her negativity. And, you know, I told them like, yeah, I just called someone. They're going to get the manager. They're going to come open it. And she was like, well, yeah, I did that too. And it, and just, honey, just started going off. Like she was just mad. She just wanted a reason and excuse to be angry. So as she was going off, I just completely turned my vision from her and I started ignoring her because I was like, God has already been dealing with me about worry. And I'm not going to allow this stranger to sow seeds of doubt and worry in my mind because I believe that God is going to come quickly to come help me. And you know what happened? That's exactly what happened. The, the manager came and opened the door for me first. And you know what Nancy said? She said, oh, uh-uh. I know you're not opening the door for her first. We was here first. And started going off. Listen, honey was mad when she wasn't getting no help. Then when the help came, she was still mad. And what God showed me and told me after that happened, because I left laughing to myself, and it really took the, the, the presence of the Lord to keep my mouth closed from going off on Nancy and her negativity, okay? But when I left and I was just laughing, talking to God in my head, and he, he told me, like, that's what it looks like when you worry. When you worry about what I told you, when you worry about what I'm going to do for you, that's what it looks like. You look like that negative Nancy. You look like that when we allow negativity. And you know, that's how negativity is in our brains. It just be talking. It be talking. Last time this happened. Duh. I mean, it's never satisfied. You have to shut that thing up with the word of God. You got to shut it up. You can't allow negative Nancy to just be talking in your head about what God is or is not going to do for you. Because when you allow negative Nancy to be talking reckless in your mind, it will cause you to misstep. It will cause you to, to walk outside of alignment. It will cause you to uproot the very thing that God called you to sow. And you will have a barren land. You will become unfruitful because you're double-minded. God called me today to commission those of you who have been double-minded, who have been misstepping, whose land is barren, to pick a side, choose a side. In the times in the Old Testament, when there will be women who would be barren, the minute they prayed earnestly to God and told God that they would give their, their child to him, they would devote their child to him, God gave them a child. And you know what God told me? He told me that's what I was trying to produce in them. That's why I allowed them to be barren. I wanted them to make a real and conscious decision to serve me. 
Some of you have not made a real and conscious decision to serve God. You're hoping if you read a few scriptures, if you follow your favorite Instagram influencer online who talks about God, it's good enough. God is saying, that's not good enough for me. I want you to make a real and conscious decision to honor me with your life, to trust me with your whole heart, your whole mind, and your whole soul to really give your life over to me by honoring me with your steps. Where are your steps today? Are your steps walking in faith or in fear? Faith or in doubt? Faith or in worry? Because the Bible says in the book of James that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. share more about what it practically looks like to follow in the footsteps of Jesus when it comes to your specific purpose and God's ordained will for your life in my mentorship program, P31 Bold, which you can learn more about and join by clicking the link in our show notes, or you can head to our website, p31women.org to join there. So I hope to see you there and I will speak to you in the next one. Bye.